Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey, pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit Powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. Jeff's back. And I'm back. I'm back. Dude, freaking long flight home. Long flight home. I'm still recouping. Still you're probably going to be recovering from, I mean, you're, you're, it's going to take a week. And I feel your, your sorrow with not, like, not having a trade table is horrible. It's I don't know how you deal with that on a daily basis now. I don't. I'm having trouble. I'm 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 having trouble mentally and yeah. physically, but mentally too. Do you think it's... you would be judged if you brought in one of those like dinner table things that you use on a sofa? Like the I thought about that. Use on the plastic couches. I literally thought about that for <laughs> a uh, just to take a picture. <laughs> yeah. Or just have like 50 different you could instead of lift, you could just go like hardcore on ram mounts and just have ram mounts everywhere <laughs> holding things. <laughs> I should call Ram and get a glare shield like food tray like made. Yeah. I might do that. Yeah. Or like a yoke mount that like is a tray on top of the yoke for when you're, you know, it's like the autopilot's on, you're in cruise and shit, just like yeah. eating food. Yeah, I, but I tell you, man, like the flight home, I got up early. <clears throat> uh, I left with bourbon and I was just cruising. First, by the uh, way, I got to just tell you, I'm going to interrupt you already. And yeah. tell you that I love how we're starting with. The end, like, hey guys, you're not getting any nationals talk. <laughs> this podcast, you're you're getting you're getting his flight home up until now. <laughs> we're, we're like the worst. Literally it's over. Worst. No, I love it. I love it. So yeah, you and you and uh, Bourbon uh, launched out together, huh? This is what happens when you hang out with Adam Messenheimer. You just go right into like Adam review type recording. Yeah. By the yeah. way, I got the funniest. <laughs> I got the funniest drunk voice. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Sorry, dude. Uh, he wasn't uh, <laughs> the funniest sober voicemail from you guys. Oh, that like, was hysterical. He's like, I don't, I don't think it, I'm not sure if this is his voicemail. It is, but it, it's not. Or something, something, <laughs> something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you guys doing? But yeah, man. So cruise to the first stop. I was like 11, almost 1200 miles. And um, got to the first stop. It was badass. Um, let the plane cool down for like 20 minutes a little bit, fueled it, went into the FBO. I needed to buy uh two AA batteries for my uh blue link thingy for the audio. Yeah. And uh yeah. And I'm walking in there and I look down this hallway of this FBO and there's a BF 109 in like it was the Oshkosh Grand Champion winner, just in that hangar. I'm like, what the f-? where'd you guys right? stop? I stopped in Illinois in Vermilion. I think it's Midwest Aero Restorations, is the name. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's what so cool. they had. Yeah, they had that. They had a 51 in restoration. Then they had two pristine 51s. It's actually one of the 51s that David Martin flies down in Texas. The owner's from Texas, but it's, forget the name of it, Jack's Go Buggy or something like that. Okay. Um, So yeah, I hung out there and spoke to the guy. Um, Got in the airplane, hot started it like a mother effer, you know, right up. Just freaking, I'm like, this is going to be a great day. That's what you know it's going to be a good day. If you can hot start an extra and it fires right up, dude, you know the flight's going to be Oh, and it was fucking hot. It was like high 80s where I was. The 
freaking i mean the engine wasn't too hot because you know it runs pretty good but um you know you don't want to drain the battery down and then blah 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 anyway go to my next stop which is uh lock haven pennsylvania home of where they produce the j3 cup it just worked out that way landed spoke to a couple people mutual friends you know great 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 and then um fueled up and i had literally probably like an hour hour and 10 left like it, i'm i'm home at this point i'm smelling the coffee you know i'm probably going to do like a sicilian pizza or something like that at night and um of course i look at the weather and there was that hurricane that was just leaving and the wind I started, you know how they start like uh, wrapping around almost instead of just exiting to the Northeast, uh-huh, it like yeah. sw- swings back. So it started swinging back a little bit, but all the Western Long Island airports were, were pretty clear. So where I was leaving was, was fine and bettering. So I can always turn back. So I blasted off and it was like 3,500 broken and the 2,500 broken and the 1,500 broken. And yeah, I had plenty of outs and stuff. But it's like a mountainous area, so you're by the Poconos. So I'm kind of getting ready to the fact that the radios aren't going to pick up that well and this and that. And I usually uh, have flight following, and I wanted to try to get some type of Bravo uh, clearance if it was broken, but it turned into like an overcast layer. So I knew I was going to scooch under the B, but everybody um, was waiting to land at Newark, JFK, and LaGuardia. once Because it was a pretty – it was a – decent sized storm that had just passed. So I'm like, this is like perfect timing for Jeff, like literally coming right under the, you know, the approach to the North. Cause I had to go to the South cause to the North of Long Island, the weather was really shitty and it's, you couldn't eat. I was on flight following um, and you, the controller, you ever see those controllers that just have 50 plane and it's like, they can't even take a breath, you know? Yeah. They can't even answer and, you. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, this is just sucks. So I'm like 400 feet. It's it's misting a little bit. So my props back to like 2200 RPM because I don't want to peel the paint off of it. I'm just putting along as slow as possible. And then he must have cleared some like Emirates airplane uh, to land in front of me or, you know, because he knew where I was. And the thing is just descending right in front of me, maybe like two miles ahead. And I'm like, this is great. Like, I can't wait to just fly right through this wake turbulence and get tossed upside down. <laughs> And I've never like, you know, I've never encountered it in the extra before. Like I've always you you typically want to avoid those things. Right. So, and there's no, I I can't, I can't go above it because there's a ceiling. Right. And, um, you know, it's all overcast, so I can't climb into clouds and I can't, you know, I was already at, you know, 400 feet below the Bravo. And I was just like, I just braced and braced. And it's like, it's like hitting a wall almost, you know, like you you really feel it. (laughs) Um, I'm like, well, that worked out okay. I'm still alive. And um just kept putting along and you know, going airport to airport. And finally, you know, my home airport was in sight and uh a little rainy. Um, but landed, pushed the plane away, and, and that's a wrap with uh nationals. That's it, guys. That's, <laughs> that's uh it. that's all she wrote. The worst part, but um <laughs> yeah, but it was an it was a really fun time. It was a lot of fun. I got the train with Coco. So I first went out to Nebraska. Yeah, you and, went out um, you went out to uh Nebraska, what, I don't know, ten not maybe not ten days, but like eight days before. No, no. I um I got a little delayed with weather. I got I left on a Tuesday. And um I don't know, I just feel like my aerobatic character is Larry David. I just find myself in these 
weird positions. So I get there. It's like 3, 30, 4 o'clock. I'm like unpacking the plane. And I was just thinking it was going to be a rest day at that point because I was I just flew almost 1,200 miles across the country. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm a little tired. Plane's a little tired. And uh, Coco, I run it. I introduce myself to Coco. And right away, he's like, you're going to fly today, right? What do you say to that? No. You can't say so no. It's just like, sure. You got yeah. it, man. And she goes, fly to, fly to, he doesn't say known. He says the Q. Yeah, he's like, you could fly Q. I'm like, sure. Bet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, great. I can't wait to just rummage through it in a limited sequence and make a great first impression here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so an hour later, I'm like in the cockpit, ready to take off. I'm like, Jesus, how did I end up here at this point? Um, and take off and fly. And it flew okay. And, um, you know, off the training camp went. So it was me, AJ, Johnny Wacker, um, this guy, uh, uh, Rob Hollandaise, Adam Essenheimer, Ryan Chapman, and Steve uh, Flight Shops. It was a big camp, a lot of people. Um, and everybody kind of got their slot time and and flew really well. And I just flew because I hadn't really been flying. You know, I barely I'm dabbling in Unlimited at this point. And um, I just was like, I got to figure out. I got to fly to known decent. I got to just try to refresh my free a little bit. And it's funny. He's like, Coco's it's like, let me see your free. So I'm like, sure. And I'm like, kind of proud of it. I made it myself. And um, I think it's pretty decent. I think it scores okay. And he's like, uh, he looks at it, he goes, well, it's too late to change it now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, hell, man. <laughs> I guess this sucks. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I flew to known, flew to free, flew to known, flew to free. And and that's about it. Just trying to get reps in and, and some critique going. And Rob was, you know, obviously super helpful. And um, and we just flew and flew and flew. And then some weather came in. Uh, the last day or two at training camp, the Friday before we were going to leave there on Friday or something like that. And the weather was just kind of crummy. And then finally it cleared up enough for us to kind of scooch under a little bit and, uh, and get over there. And that's where that video from Lee kind of uh, popped up when we were first arriving that five ship. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, yeah, it was neat. And, um, you know, landed unpacked. And then again, like it's just, you know, you learn from a lot of mistakes. So landed, unpacked, and then you just, you know, want to say hi to everybody or people come over and, you know, it's very distracting and in a, not in a mean way, but, um, but my practice slot was in like a couple hours and it's super important because I hadn't flown there. I only flew there one, uh, maybe three years ago. And so I don't know the box that well. And just like everything's going so And then of course I'm ready to take off from my slot time and there's some Cessna holding on the runway that they're like waiting for a clearance or some bullshit. And I missed half of my box time. So instead of 10 minutes, I got like four and a half or four. So I was uh, so amped up. So I kind of just, it was a waste pretty much. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and landed and basically uh, took that as much as I could. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, went back to it and then um, you know, everybody put the planes away and, you know, meet and greet and this and that and bop, bop, bop. And then we did order a flight. And uh, wouldn't you know it, but for the first time. <laughs> wouldn't you know I, it? <laughs> I picked uh, I picked one. And I was just super pumped about that. You were number one, dude. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I picked first one. place. Yeah. 
friend of known and uh good known and it was okay i mean i have a lot to work on and you know uh but i was happy I thought it with... was a nice looking flight dude yeah thanks so definitely have a lot to work on but um i'm trending up which is good i think i think i'm making progress as long as it's positive progress and not going down it's cool yeah and then that flight went good and then we we uh had another brief for the freestyle and jeff bourbon who uh we have since nicknamed because it was getting so confusing at the contest because we'd be around the same people but you know all of a sudden i'd hear i'd be talking to somebody or just hanging out and somebody would be like hey jeff like you know you have a sick flight and I'd turn around and they'd be talking to Jeff Bourbon and not me, Jeff. And it was happening. <laughs> Literally, it's not just one time. It was, I, I'm not, I swear. It's, it, it I, happened no. a dozen times. And finally, I'm like, I'm like, Jeff, we have to figure this out. How about we call you better Jeff and I will be diet Jeff. Diet Jeff. <laughs> so, so better Jeff um, for the freestyle, he drew one. And it was like this big you know, like joke, like, ooh, ooh, chefs are drawing ones. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished the freestyle and then we're on to the unknown selection briefing. And, um, you know, people are like, ooh, don't pick one. And I shit you not, I picked fucking one. Um, so, so crazy, dude. Yeah, it gets better. So then um, for the fourth flight, for the fourth unknown, which uh, we didn't get the flight, um, they didn't even give me the opportunity to pick one. I think. Um, they felt so bad for me <laughs> being my first time there for unlimited <laughs> and flying first. <laughs> they removed the first three uh, slots, which I was like, no, like, please put that. They wouldn't. I didn't want people to think that I was complaining is yeah. what it came down to, you know, yeah. because you know how stereotypes can be and and not stereotypes, our reputations and, and everything like that. So and I and I really wasn't, you know, that's the game. Like sometimes you're, you know, you're top and sometimes you're bottom. <laughs> right that's it dude <laughs> and uh <laughs> would you consider uh one top or bottom on this round <laughs> yeah i was it's getting bottom pretty hard it was good, getting bottom pretty hard there <laughs> yeah and i thought i would i was kind of more upset because at this point i was used to flying first and um you know at this point it was almost like i wanted to pick one because it was just so ridiculous so um i I, I think i flew i picked seventh or something like that and um, I forget, but then the four minute free game, I wasn't flying the four minute free, but the order of flight, they drew for the order of flight and bourbon picked the one again for the four minute free. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so the Jeffs, uh, the Jeffs were just crushing it with that. The Jeffs picking. were scoring first place left and right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, I have to say um, it was 180 degree difference from when you and I went out there. And that's an understatement. How in, in terms of like uh how nationals the, the the feeling of nationals or how how it was ran? Well, it was run. God, I can't say like enough good things. Um it was uh if I was gonna pick a word, um it was really welcoming, super welcoming. Um Shad did an awesome job. I mean, and I'm sure he had some fires going on you know whatever but not stressful at all like he probably just we didn't even know about it and i'm sure he just put him out you know as need be and that's amazing he he just he freaking crushed it i like especially for you know this being uh a very uh 
not new to him type uh, management, but new to running nationals. Well, and certainly first time national CD. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And like he created like such a great environment and it, it like, for me at least, it made me want to get involved. And I think a lot of people shared that uh, feeling. Yeah. And, um, you know, I hope, you know, by everybody that had went, had gone there, that they speak about it and how positive it was. And that encourages more people to come, um, which hopefully they, they do that. So, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you go to nationals and let's say you just don't do good, right. Yeah. And you don't do good. And if it's a sterile, unwelcoming, not welcoming environment, and it's, you know, very clicky, like what's bringing you back at that point? Well, nothing. I guess, I guess you would have to be in the click. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you're an outsider, there's not much. Yeah. Not much yeah, attracting so you there. He had a barbecue going and everybody was mingling. The, the medals dinner was a lot of fun. Um, I bought a banner for you, which I didn't even tell you yet. And I left it in the Uber. Um, so I owe you a glider nationals banner. So <laughs> I want it. I want that. I now. Yeah. If, if the Uber driver is listening, please return it. We were actually thinking of, of about, we were talking about you obviously, cause we love you. And when you come out next year, you should fly to nationals glider. <laughs> that, w- w- I mean, God, wouldn't that right? be the, uh, wouldn't that would be the irony year. of all? Let's do it. I totally, Shad did such a good job that I have, I am, I'm officially, this is official. I'm unshunning anything related to gliders. They're now welcome oh. in my home. They are oh, welcome shit. in my home. Okay. This is breaking news. Yeah. Everybody that yeah. knows, everybody that, that listens to this podcast knows that uh, we shoot from the hip. I mean, we, we, we chatted before the podcast just because we haven't had a chance to fucking chat. I mean, like I've been in Hawaii since Sunday and I'll be here till Sunday. You, you know, you wrapped up. It was kind of like ships passing on the wind. It's like, when are we going to try to record? Yeah. Do we get a minute? You're getting back into the family. And so, like, it was great to just have 10 minutes before recording to just just catch up on shit. And uh, you can bring those bendy wing propellerless somethings in my house any day of the week. Okay, All right. This is. uh, This is this is an adjustment. It is. I'm going to have that's how good that's how good nationals was. I'm going to have to marinate on this. I'm going to have to marinate. Can I can I. Can can we get an extra with a tow hook to be the glider tow oh airplane for nationals? Can you be? I mean, we. we I'll do the thought, tow plane. I'll fly the tow plane. Fuck man, how fucking cool would that be? I would do that. I would absolutely. I would love to do that. <sighs> we got to yeah. talk about. It. I mean, my feeling is is that from now until let's say a deadline of getting stuff done for nationals, if we come up with at least a hundred ideas, one of them has to stick. One. Right. And I'll work on 1%. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, (laughs) That's amazing though, dude. All right. So, so gliders are in. We're we're, we're friends with gliders again. For now. For now. For now. For now. Um, They're they're on thin ice. Well, then no, no, they're not on thin ice. They're on probation. Yeah. It's like a review. They're in review. Yeah. Yeah, They're in review. Okay. Yeah. Um, And um, that's, I'm, I'm really glad that just the kind of the, I don't know. 
I don't know of a, of a better word to describe it other than like the flavor or like the smell. You know, when you're like, oh man, I like the smell of this. You know, you walk, mm. you go somewhere and you're just like, it's, and it's not the literal mm-hmm. smell. It's just kind of like, I like this. I like, I like the vibe, right? Yeah. I'm really glad that the vibe was good. Yeah. The canopy covers were a big hit. I will say. Were they? Oh, huge. Hit. Everybody great. used like, and then like. They're clutch out there, man. It was hot. I mean, we didn't, we, Dude, we got to get into. We we just had. Dude, oh my god, there's so much to fucking talk about. We got to talk know? about pride. It's basically it was basically Pride Week for me out there with Goody and I. Dude, you I and mean, Goody. I, I think if anything stole the show at nationals, if there was one component or element that stole nationals, yeah, I would say it would be the um. I don't I don't know the word to describe the love the of Jeff the tension. Pesha, it yeah, was the tension. Just just hot heat, right? Yeah. Heat, hot, um tank tops, yeah, 80s music, and sweat. It was like one of those erotica series on Showtime where you don't really see it. you basically just see some nipple. Yeah, you there's know? there's a half a side boob. It was classy. Yeah. Yeah, super classy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. You know, this is the thing. Okay, can I, can I, can I say, that? can I just bring out the juxtaposition here? So, I'm gonna tell everybody. First of all, first of all, dude, there's, there's, there's too much to talk about. I can't, I can't even keep a fucking direction. First of all, I found out today that you were on the fucking team. Okay, because oh I saw God. the team photo. I didn't know I was so on the team. We have to talk like... about that. We have to talk about that. Second of all. It's just a, it's a sea of khakis. Okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. But that picture and the, the, the stuff Lee was putting out and just like the fun stuff. Yeah, make know, it like, up. It's, it's so funny to see the juxtaposition between everybody, you know, arms by their side, blue polo, khaki shirt. Okay, guys, we're going to look professional to the camera. And then three days prior, we got some straight up fucking man loving going on. And the judge. Oh my mind. god! I mean, just, just, te- you could cut that tension with a knife. I'm telling you. And what wasn't filmed uh, would have been NC-17. <laughs> would have been NC-17. What was filmed was the was the, the the yeah the tamest part. Oh, that's like you know you see the movie The Wolf of Wall Street with Jordan Belfer, and there was an interview with him. He's like, everything on that movie is is true, and we weren't allowed to put what we really wanted to put on it. Yeah, <laughs> but. um and then I did a oh, and then we had the awards thing, and excuse me, and they keep they were, I guess because I was there, they're like, oh, can you can you speak about it and give it out, you know, this title belt, yeah, and um, I thought I did a great job. Um, some people thought, and when I say some, most thought I went on too long, but it was ten minutes. I mean, and we're in Kent. Where is everybody going? Where's everybody going? You have Just a sit. you have a captivated audience. Uh, you, and yeah, let, give it to and them. I'm reading the room and people are dying laughing. At least I saw it that way. <laughs> uh, so I kept going. If people are laughing, if I have if I got a hook in them, I'm gonna I'm just gonna Keep eat going. that up. Yeah. Num, 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 num. Um so anyway, so the kid who won, not to be harsh, but I mean. I feel like I didn't even tell you this, but I, I know you're going to be on. Oh, 
I would, you're going to be on board. So the kid who won left, he wasn't there to accept the award. So I said, well, that's tough shit, um, buddy. Um, so yeah. it goes to the next in line, whoever's here, right? You can't yeah. phantom accept the FCS award. Sorry, work. Yeah. Yeah. And next time, maybe you'll get your priorities straight instead of, you know, doing your job. Literally. Oh, you have a family function? Oh, a medical emergency? You know, you put that shit on hold, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess it wasn't that important to you. And we don't yeah. want that person on the belt. No. No. Um, oh, well, oh, you have to go to work? Yeah. Oh, the military is calling you? You're going to get court martialed if you don't go? Well, oh, your wife went into yeah, your your wife went into labor. Yeah, that's one way to live your life. Yeah, I guess I guess I guess we know your prior where your priorities are. I guess that's the only yeah. way I would change the twenty twenty three winner right now is if he named his if it was a birth to name his kid FCS the the letters amazing. FCS FCS. Oh, this is this is FCS Miller or this is FCS McCartan. Yes, <laughs> FCS McCartan. <laughs> so I like uh, that a lot. I'm I'm a I'm. I couldn't be more on board if I tried. Anyway, so this kid, uh, Sean won. And um, honestly, MSU, UND, they got those kids in line. Like, they're, I'm not just making this up, very uh, uh, professional, more than you and I. You know, just again, makes us feel like we're not, we're not supposed to be adults, let alone raise children. Yes. Um, but uh, so I went to his to his friends that were all kind of coming up a little bit to us. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'm like, I don't know anything about Sean. And if I just go ad lib, I'm sure I'm going to say something that's going to be off color and I'll get in trouble. So I had them text me. I'm like, here's what you do. I go text me everything about your your buddy. That's not true. Just make shit up. But don't be vulgar. You know, um, just make a, I think I said to them, I'm like, uh, pretend that he invented the exit sign or something like things like that. Yeah. Um, and they did. And it worked out really great. And I read it out loud. Um, I forgot to make, I was so pissed because I forgot. I had one joke that was clean and it was, you know, he's UND. So I was like, going to finish it with saying, you know, I hope you keep chasing your dreams because one day you can find yourself with a chainsaw and two airplanes that you could chop in half and weld together with a Home Depot special welder, just like Jeff Bourbon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I totally just missed it. Um, but, you know, I referenced a lot. Maybe I was up there more than 10 minutes, but, you know, I referenced um, how we got the belt and how we didn't expect these kids to you know, keep bringing it back every year and how, how great that is and blah, blah, blah. And then I, love I obviously talked about, I was like, um, many of you seen some videos by Lee about Goody and I and, and, and that, and I just want to clear everything up and, you know, just announce that I have a 100% man crush on that man. <laughs> I want to be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, and they were laughing. So like, dude, I just kept going. Maybe maybe it was like 15 minutes. Maybe it was 20. I don't know. It didn't Jesus. feel like long. When you're having a good minutes. time, it doesn't feel like a, a long time. Uh, uh, now, you know what? Now that, now that I think about it, Shad was like getting closer and closer to me as I was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Oops. surprised you didn't get the playoff music. Well, a couple of people said they were like, oh, I wish you had the playoff music. It's like, shut up. <laughs> I kind of wish I was there. Did, if anybody filmed it, please send me the speech. Yeah. Um, Lee was there and Lee was uh celebrating. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, having a lot of fun. And he is like, dude, I gotta the IEC is on the uptick, man. The IEC is coming back. And there's a lot of good people. And everybody's volunteering a lot. And it's just a good it's it really a good care, dude. I mean. Yeah. It, it, there's Lee's no drama there. Is so fire, dude. He's so good. And he loves How do you get it. that good? Like, how do you get that good? He's he's a goddamn professional, man. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So yeah, so we did that. Um, and then you know, Rob and and everyone's like, Jeff, you gotta go on the team, go on the team. And I'm like, guys, I, I I'm not there yet. Like I can't, you know, my whole stance, like if I can't contribute, I can do it. Um, but then, you know, after a, a bottle of Jameson, um, you my thoughts have changed. Yeah. yeah, I was freaking like, I can win this thing. I can, I can beat Odin. <laughs> I can win this <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, they were kind of, you know, I made a lot of good points because, you know, when you train with the team. So I, my whole thing was that, you know, I'll do it, but I just want everybody. Yeah, you know, I was talking to them. I'm like, I just want everybody to know, like, up front that I'm most likely not going to be ready. And I'd rather do the warm up gig because then I could fly every day and get a lot of experience. But I, I want to train with the team because when you're around people that are really good, you're training you, with the best, dude. Yeah, you pick up on things, right? And you get yeah. better. So there's value to that. But, you know, I didn't do it just to do it um, and, or, you know, slap a sticker on that thing. Um, but I think that um, the other reason why I did it too is I was talking to some of the team guys and, I wasn't trying to be, it didn't come, uh, it's, this might come across as kind of weird, but I was like, you know, I'll, I'll do it, but I want to be a team. I don't want to do this clicky, individualized, half-ass U.S. Unlimited team. Like, you know, for if I'm going to take time away and blah, 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 I want to be a team. Like, I want to work together, you know, and and stay in touch together, you know, and train together. Even, like, if somebody can't make it there with their plane, like, you know, airline out and just, you know, be a team. And, and yeah. I, I would do that. But in years past, um, you know, it, it's it's just tough to get together because of the, the size of the country. I, you know, and I get that, but um, that's just coming from me, you know, what, what would work for me and make me feel motivated and, and want to be a part of something. Like, I don't want to just get a t-shirt and train myself at home and say it's a team when it's not, you know what I mean? Like going through the motions. Like you don't want to go through the motions. It's yeah. like, it's not just doing it just to say you're doing it. Yeah. And this is the first time in a while that uh, Bourbon or Better Jeff and Goody have been together on a team. I think the last time they were on a team was 2014 or so. Um, yeah. Or something like that. So and, like they're and, super and Goody would have, you know, Goody, you know, a couple of mistakes um at uh the last team selection and missed the team yeah basically um which is but uh, bourbon I'm, wasn't there i think that year oh he wasn't no he wasn't that's right yeah because oh. the other year goody uh tore his achilles remember yep that's right yep so not that i'm obsessed but anyway <laughs> yeah uh, yeah no it's that god it's been how so so God, I have so much to say. I have so much to say. First of all, I, I already sang your praises on a, a couple of the solo. I, I did two solo podcasts during the week, and I, I, I sang your praises. I sang. I already. I texted you praises. I thought your flying was awesome. 
you know, Thank there's you. been years past. I've been I've watched a lot of nationals, or whether they've been live streamed or just kind of paying attention to the results throughout the week. And that's in years past, like largely how, you know, kind of we all did it, right? It was like, okay, let's check yeah. out the results for the day and just kind of you kind of if you're not there and you're 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 looking at results, you kind of start piecing things together and piecing things together. But um the live streams have been super helpful. Uh, you know, this year there were some technical difficulties. I talked about that. Uh, that was unfortunate, but, um, watching the flying, like there was some really good flying, uh, there's some interesting, uh, components that, you know, or, or dynamics that, uh, I can't speak to you because one, I'm, I'm, I'm not a talented enough aerobatic pilot to have an opinion on those, but, um, it, this, oh, this year rip. was interesting, man. This year was really interesting Dyna- for, from a team selection perspective, you know, and, uh, the flying was, I thought the flying, I, w- I want to hear your, yeah, man, like I said, like I said, before we started the podcast, <laughs> you now have a different hat on and I, and I, and I respect that. Um, and obviously we don't want to begrudge anybody and talk shit. Um, but I, I'm curious about what you thought of the flying on the upper echelon categories advanced and, and unlimited um compared to last year because there were a lot of talks about last year of of the flying um one way or another and again I'm, i won't even say um yeah. what what people said um but i i'll just give you my personal opinion one last year i thought the flying um i was impressed with a lot of the flying but i think a lot of the flying um i i was less than impressed with and that's from a layperson's view um, so obviously your viewpoint was be totally different and way more technical this year. I, I thought the flying, uh, in the advanced category and the unlimited category was probably overall better than last year. What are your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> or can you answer it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think the standings were, a hundred percent accurate. Um, you know, everybody complains about judging this and that, but I feel like they got the top three right in uh, the advanced category. One hundred percent. I thought the one thing that stood out to me in the advanced category was, um, yeah, sorry. So, um, yeah, the advanced, right? Yeah. So I'd set you up with a question, or just kind of posing the, the statement that I thought the flying, the flying overall was kind of. Um, you know, I was more impressed with with maybe the 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 flying overall than than last year. And I say that I'm saying that just from a, you know, it's interesting and understanding this this concept of competition aerobatics. And again, I'm saying this from a layperson standpoint. I I can't preface that enough of just somebody who just watches aerobatics and loves aerobatics. Uh, this isn't a critique or a diss on anybody. Um, but that that idea of like. Laying, laying it all out right or really going yeah. for it or kind of taking a conservative approach like m- i think most people even flying sportsmen um intermediate maybe but but probably get it a little bit more but like i would say advanced and unlimited there's obviously um an intensity that you can fly with uh that really shows differently like it, it's noticeable it's tangible whereas i'm not i mean how hardcore can you really really turn it up how can you how hard can you really ratchet it up in a super decathlon and sportsman um i, I don't know that that's yeah. you kind of got to do that all all the time um and i don't know how aggressive how much more aggressive or um intense you can make your flight or how like you know you can kind of see when somebody's really into it and they're like they're yeah. feeling it that day right um 
And I, I would say that I noticed that more this year. Um, totally. And I noticed, I noticed when people were holding back a little bit. And that was another interesting thing is like where, like the flying was good, but it's like, why didn't you go harder? Like you had the chance to kind of go harder. And that's another interesting thing I was kind of, you know, thinking about this, this national. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, you know, just to finish with, with advance, like the, the SEMA people were, they flew really hardcore. I thought Britt was a different pilot than when she was last year. Uh, she's unbelievable. You know, yeah, a totally different pilot in a good way. Un- and, honestly, uh, unrecognizable. Not or like uh, you could have said that was a different pilot. You really could have. Yeah. And and I I don't mean that in a mean way from last year. It's just you you really are right. Like a year of 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 training under Siva and thinking the way a Siva pilot thinks, it makes a different competition pilot. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she flew really well, um, and uh, gosh, I mean, there's so much good flying. Um, Ryan Chapman flew really well. Obviously, you know, Luke flew really well. Um, and the conditions, uh, you know, uh, which we call it. Um, gosh, um, Lentz flew for amazing. I'm trying to mention uh, really all these, you know, amazing pilots here, um, but. You know, the conditions were, were kind of funky because oh man, the yeah. last unknown that the advance flew, it was 95 degrees and it had to be every bit of 30 knots at altitude. Howling winds. So you don't feel the heat. So, you know, with that, you know, all your poles are gonna have to be less because the air is kind of thin. You know, you're not getting a lot of lift out of the wing, so you're gonna have to start higher. And we saw like, you know, a lot of not necessarily to SIVA, not really to SIVA people had this issue, but some people that weren't used to flying these unknowns that are a little bit of a step ahead of, say, a regional unknown, having altitude issues. And, you know, what that is, is just not having the, I think, the experience and and how to, you know, uh, walk the sequence and mark up the card and, and figure out your gates um, going into it. Because, you know, I was talking to Bourbon about one of the sequences and him and I were both because I, I was looking at it, I'm like this is kind of I mean I this is where I would start I'm like let me go because that's the beauty of these nationals or even a contest you know you get some super high level people there that you could just go up to them and ask and they'll be glad to talk to you and answer so I went up to better Jeff and um I was like hey man like I just want to get your opinion it's looking through the sequence here and gosh I don't think I would start below like 1900 or or 2000 feet and um you know he looked at it really quick he's like yeah Two thousand feet. That's where you need to be for an advanced unknown. That's where you had to start. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, you know, you don't want to start at two thousand feet. You want to put it right in the judge's face, and you want to make an impact, and you want to win. But you know, sometimes you just can't. That's just what the that's that's what the cards are are, are dealt with. The figures that you're dealt with, you know, because the the one figure that some people got in trouble with was a uh, it was a, a P loop vertical down. With a two of eight inverted exit, so I think it was a uh, pull around with a I want to say a four or four on the top vertical down and two of eight, and then push inverted. And you want to you know set the line weight, then you know have good cadence, which are two you know two eight point rolls, and then you want to wait, and then you want to give a nice push, and and it's an altitude crusher. So you know we saw some people getting low, and it was a little kind of funky for a couple. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was weird. Cause you had that, 
that lower half doing that. And then you had people like, you know, Luke and Britt and all these other people just, you know, starting higher and, and, and working their way through the sequence, you know, as best they, uh, the sequence would allow them. So kind of saw like two different classes in the, uh, in the advanced category. Um, and then unlimited way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Unlimited again, it was just, I would say, uh, three different classes, you know, <laughs> so it was like the, uh, um, you know, Rob, Rob Goody and bourbon, uh, class. And then, um, you know, Jim's got the new MXS. So he's figuring that whole thing out. Um, yeah. you know, and AJ is flying, flying really solid. Johnny was flying super solid and Grossmeyer was flying super solid. And, um, you know, but you and yeah, we were talking to Bourbon, AJ and I, and, we're, and you know, he's just he's on another level. It's not an unachievable level, but he's got a ton of experience, and and he, he is on another level. And and what I think it is is that you know he has the figures nailed, and you know AJ obviously has a ton of training, and he has the figures nailed. But what Jeff has, he's got a rhythm. Like when he when he flies, it's just it's it's rhythmic. You know, it's very um, flow, not flowy, but it's just. It's got to be, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and it flows, you know, and it's it's not rushed and it's it's just it's where it needs to be. And I think that's what makes the difference when you get to like that goody level, that Rob level, yeah, Jeff level. Better Jeff, I'm saying. Um <laughs> and see how it gets confusing. <laughs> um oh, so like funny, dude. yeah, you know, getting the cadence, getting the rhythm and this and that, and and it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um uh, Justin, but, he's Bourbon's a fucking, he's a phenomenal. Dude, pilot, the guy flew man. twelve times before nationals this year. It's insane. That's it. His and and so what I had said um, on the last podcast, and this wasn't taking anything away from Rob. Rob's the best. I still think. I, I think overall, I think you take every aspect of his flying. I, I'd say Rob Holland is probably the best we've ever seen, and he's the best in the world. Uh, He's he's a phenomenal pilot, and the stuff he does in an airplane, especially uh, in the freestyle, um, is yeah. it's insane. It's really insane. Um, and he, but yeah, he, he's pretty good. He, he's yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> we were chatting after national. I was like, I was like, hey man, you know, you're you're pretty good at acro. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's fucking insane. He's amazing. Um, it, and he does it he's it's just like he eats sleeps and breathes and lives it you know um what's so impressive about bourbon is that he's got a family he's an airline pilot he uh basically and has a effectively a full-time air show routine um in an airplane that is nothing like a 330 sc and an arresty you know type of air show routine right and doesn't have any time to train and yeah. he coaches he coaches too. Like that's the other thing is he's taking time away from himself to give to others. And then he hops in the airplane a few times and then places second at nationals and his flights guys go watch his flights. Look at his scores. They're pretty, they're insane. Yeah. I'm going to say something about Jeff. That's going to make you literally fall in love with him. I already, I already love the guy. Let's go. Really? Full, uh, dude, I already love. I already love the guy. Go full. Let's go. I'll, I'll, you know what? You, you and Goody have a thing. Jeff and I will have a thing. I'll just. I'll just have two love You're affairs have with two Jeffs. Um, this is this is Christmas in, in October for Mark Pollard because this is your gift. Jeff Bourbon 
is a bigger foodie than you and I combined with wine as well. Can we start? Can we? Should we start a video channel where we just talk acro at Michelin star restaurants drinking fantastic wine and drinks? Bourbon goes to the to the Michelin places sometimes. Really? And this guy, I mean, he's married, obviously. So that's and so is Goody. But you know, Goody's more closer to home for me, so it's more achievable. So that's why I'm yeah. kind of going after Goody. Yeah, but Closer um, to the uh, the old zip code. Yeah, but but bourbon's a foodie, like a fucking foodie. Well, here's what's funny is like you you have like your East Coast crush. I mean, bourbon's in Arizona. Yeah, that's close to me, so it's it works. Yeah. It's it's double daytime. Yeah, it's double daytime. you know. <laughs> but like it was funny because we started talking about food and like I'm I'm gearing up my phone to like show some of our our specials, you know, we have like just soul food kind of thing, like feel good to this, you know, fried chicken with waffles, like all the, you know, basic bitch stuff. And I'm getting ready and he pulls up, like he's like, he was going to show me where he just ate. And I see it and it's like, he showed me like the, the sam. it was like a salmon dish with a, with a, uh, man, something mega. It was just incredible. And like, Yum. I just put my phone, I put my phone away. Like, what am I going to show him some? Some burrito with extra bacon jam on it. Cornflake burrito. Yeah, he's playing fucking chess. I'm playing checkers over here. It's that terrible. guy, dude. He, right? oh, man, bourbon, dude. He's he's an unsung hero, dude. Like he, he's so freaking good. He's so freaking good. So for worlds, I'm gonna try to maybe sway the audience to. We could do a food tour that happens to be at an aerobatic contest location. I like this a lot. Right? I told him that you're a sommelier. Really? I mean, I can't. He, he his eyes lit up a little bit, so you might have a chance. You know, maybe wear like a collared shirt the first time you meet him. Okay, I'll wear. A, a, you know what? I'll wear khaki pants and a dark blue polo tucked in. Yeah. No, we had a good time. We were making fun of other Jeffs that spell their name with the G. Oh. G O F F, fuck out of here! Just ripping on those assholes, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, but you sit down with like, you know, Bourbon or Goody, uh, obviously Rob, and dude, the knowledge that you gained from just being around them, like, on and how they do things, or how they walk a sequence, or yeah. how they go about like figuring out what it's just, it's incredible. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to next time we get bourbon on the podcast, I'm going to let him just tell you what he does, because I don't know if it's not my story to tell. I mean, it's, he might have just given me, you know, like the national treasure key, you know, with Nicolas Cage to the, to the, to the, the freaking uh, what's that treasure that he found? Oh, is that? Uh, oh, my God. The, uh, Knight, the Knights Templar or some bullshit. What is it? You know, dude, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Freemason. National treasure. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but wait till you hear what I, uh, gosh, it's, uh, we got to get him back on. We need oh, to get Rob back on. Easily. We need to get, we need to get bourbon back on. He's overdue. I'm so excited for this year, dude. Like looking at the team, um, obviously seeing that you're on it is super exciting. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really pumped to, to, to follow this year. Uh, I'm going mean, to make sure that everybody's hydrated. The so road to nationals or uh, sorry, the road to wax starts now, dude. I know. So I printed out, um, I'll send it to you. 
Um, so I have to learn, you know, this is also, I don't want to say it was like a decision type thing where I'm like, I'm going to do this and see if I, I want to keep doing limited. Like I know I want to do a limited, but this is like the contest. I came home going, okay, I want to train now. Like I want to get organized and everything like that. So I just sent you. So I made a sheet, a spreadsheet with every single flick combination I have to learn. And um, that's just, and every single line. Cause like the unknown oh had a, God. Uh, so that's every, isn't that crazy? How many flick combinations there are? Oh my God. Yeah. So like the unknown had a, had a half loop up with blah, blah, blah. And then a outside flick from level up. Right. And I'd never done one. So, I mean, I know the control inputs and it should go. So, you know, things like that, like there's just so much in the uh, quote unquote catalog to learn and I got to get the reps in and, um, big announcement, but I might uh, be uh, training with somebody who I've never trained with. Ooh. If, if, if they'll have me. Well, uh, did you tell them that uh, you co-host a pretty cool podcast or I do. Yeah. I do. Well, I had Goody make the introduction. So I, uh, I ended up speaking a lot with oh. Sergey. Yeah. I was going to say that, that, that gave a little bit away. Yeah. We got to think of a better name for him, but, um, or, well, he's from Kazakhstan, I think. Um, That's Kazakhstan. cool. So you might be, I would think might be fine with, you might be uh, doing some work with Sergey, huh? Yeah, because you know every coach, uh, we should call them trainers because nobody is really a coach yet. You know what I mean? Like a coach yeah. is with you a lot more often throughout the year, and it's you know what I mean? Like that's full-time coaches for an athlete is like, it's like a, it's, it's basically like a, a member of your family. Yeah. So like, I think trainer is the more appropriate word to be used. Cause you know what yeah. I mean? Cause it's confusing yeah, I, to call somebody a coach. Anyway. So um, like Coco is really good for presentation and he's way down the road for what I need right now. Like he is, he's at the end of the wizard of Oz right now, you know, behind yeah. the curtain and everything like that. And I'm still like seeing, you know, red shoes under a door or how many, honestly, honest question. How many people are out there that Coco would be beneficial to besides Rob Holland? Uh, Bourbon. Goody. Yep. Yep. And that's probably close to it in the U S I think so. I mean, and then at the advanced level, um, you know, Britt, Dunphy, um, Lency, uh, obviously, the, the Canadian uh, tuxedo-wearing mother effers, uh, those yeah. guys, you know, Freddie, you know, because he could uh, – Adam I'm, – I'm so sorry I left that out. Adam flew – let me tell you something. Adam yeah. flew so incredible on that last unknown. He had a hiccup, yeah. and I don't want to say the Z word, um, um, but – It was a beautiful flight. Uh, it was a screen to my computer. Yeah, it was – he was flying on another level. It was really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really happy for him with that. I know it sucks, um, but you know, with what happened, but he's got a lot to be proud of with that as, as dad, like, as that sounds. Um, but he was flying on a little, he was letting it all hang out, which was cool to see. He's a um, pilot, man. That was impressive. Yeah. So little nasty. seat time. You want to talk about little seat time? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, um, shit, where was I going with that? Yeah. So like an Adam, well, would be good, you know. Coco's great with that, but like you got to be whatever category in, you have to have mastered it pretty much, and then now you're you're fine tuning of 
basically where you want these figures to be flown and how. And Coco can definitely help you with that. So, um, but that's I'm not nearly ready for that. And Sergey from speaking with you know people at the contest that are trained with him um, is a mechanics guy, so he can get you know for all these new flicks that I got to learn or you know whatever um, he could tell me um, you know how to do them um, from outside the cockpit and figure out a way just to, to get them to, to to score really well you know whether yeah. it's like i need more if i need more pitch less pitch or you know if i need more pedal or blah 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 blah, blah. so um i'm really excited with that there's a lot of people on long island right now that are going to get to acro so um i'm hoping that to do some camps so um you know we can whack up the costs because i can only do so many you know financially and when you do them when you hire a when you use it for the first time when you hire a trainer um as one person it's very expensive because you're not splitting up the airfare you're not splitting up the hotel the day rate is significantly larger and the food costs as well as not whacked up so you know you can get three people uh usually three people is is a good amount um and uh, four people you know four might be a crowd but um three people the numbers work pretty well uh, with with whacking everything up and stuff, and it's also good for the trainer because um, they get more than they would with just one pilot. Because it, basically, it just it drops down, you know, with two pilots. Then I don't want to throw out you know numbers to, to screw people, but you know, the more people they have, the more money per day uh, will go to the trainer, which is also nice. Yeah, yeah, you know, because he's not gonna if it's you know say uh, everybody could do that, they can figure out what I'm saying. So. Um, I'm really excited to train with Sergey. I had a great conversation with him and I kind of want to um, not kind of want to, we're going to, uh, you know, speak on the phone first and, and figure out if it's, if it's a good fit. Um, and go from there. I did ask better Jeff. Well, I didn't really ask him, but he's just busy, you know, uh, career, family, him self training and being in Phoenix, you know, ideally, um, you know, having some, cause just, he's like rob you know like he's an amazing trainer like can just see what's wrong and fix it or tell you what to do yeah you know and rob is like i don't want to ask rob because he's helped me so much already and you know the guy's super busy and he wants to win like he's going to worlds i mean i know he thinks of it as a team and i'm not this does not mean he's not a team player at all but he wants to win worlds like that's his goal and hey rob how come you're not a team player yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> dude, I would I hope he gets it. And whatever I could do, whether that's back rubs, manicures, petties, I'll do it. Um, maybe not. Let manicures. me ask you this. How much um because it's it's so funny, not funny, it's so interesting, the duality of team versus individual. Um the and the, and I've said before, there's no other sport really like this. Cause um you know, even in the Olympics, right? The individual, unless it's a team sport, but like the the individual components uh, or the individual sports, um, you, you're you're winning for your country, but you're winning for yourself. You get the gold medal, and then your team, uh, you know, gets the accolades. But the whole team as a whole doesn't get uh, graded, you know, on the average for a team event. 
uh, in the same way that aerobatics does. And, you know, how much does a team selection here? You know, Rob's been through this a long time. You know, yeah. many of these pilots have good. He has Jeff has, you know, uh, you're talking five, 10 years more, right. Of team selections. Um, how much does a person's personality or that you, maybe you would guess, like, what is Rob thinking right now? Where does his head go? How does he feel about, you know, what happened at nationals and the year ahead to whack? If you're him, what are you thinking? Obviously you want to win and it's individual yeah. and you're, and you're going for it and you're going to bring it and you want to, uh, you know, a redemption story from last year. You want to keep the legacy going. You want to do better. You want to win it all. That's every year. Right. But does, does the feeling based on team selection change that um, excitement level or feeling of being able to achieve that one way or another? I think that everybody's, you know, so just to answer with, with Rob first, I think that us hopefully being a team and spending time together as a team, I think that would be great for, you know, Rob in a selfish way, in a good way. Um will motivate him more and and get him to train harder because bourbon and goody are phenomenal phenomenal pilots and they will and they're going to push him i mean bourbon was two percent away from rob dude that though it wasn't rob did not have it in the bag he could not zero like he no. lost nationals not and only like could rob not have rob, zeroed but like rob couldn't yeah. have let his guard down even a little bit i mean there were the, he had to go and that was one thing and you I mean, can't and you can't get that experience of being feeling pressure and and everything like that and and unless you have it and and the only pressure you know it, not the only but you know let's face it like you know last year you know he flew his fucking ass off and and yeah. and and he had a gap yeah. um so this is it's really good i think for Bourbon rob likes being pushed yeah i think they're gonna be able to, i think you know and not I, this is like making it seem like they're a step below it's not what i'm trying to say and i'll answer the other question in a second, but Jeff and Goody being there, the three of them are going to push each other and they're going to, I think they're going to, I think Goody especially um, is going to have basically the year. Um, I think, I think we're going to see Goody good squared at this point um, because yeah. Bourbon and Rob are, are, are just, you know, flying, flying really well too. And, um, you know, Goody, I feel just works really well in that team environment and, and Goody hasn't really had that, um, to this level and, you know, Rob's flying another level and I answer your other question, you know, it's, uh, what's Rob's headspace like going into, you know, world since then, I think that, you know, everybody, everybody is very intelligent. So we know that the, we we know what we're kind of what they're getting themselves into, and the thing that the U.S. doesn't have, and we can't change it right now, is we don't have depth, and and the French mm. have depth, you know, and that's and that's why they can fly a little bit more at ease because they know that their four five six guy can can fly lights out. The mid and the that, mid the mid pack, or not mid pack, but like they have depth. I, yeah. So like Jeff, Rob, and Goody. They know that if they if they fuck up, that that's it. 
the percentages, you know, and, the, the 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 losses are greater if they hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and they and they know that, and that's the difference. So, you know, like I said, like I, I don't like having this mentality, but you know, I spoke to, you know, one of the three of our top guys. I don't want to mention names and um or whatever, but the point is, is that you know we we're gonna push each other or they're going to push each other and they're going to do really well. And, you know, one of the things that maybe kind of want to, you know, uh, um, be on the team was that I kind of look at myself as uh, being like one of the farm team players, you know, like, cause I always say like that advanced to a limited jump is way too much. And it is, yeah, yeah. but, but being on a team and training with a team and most likely being a warm up pilot, like it's, that's, that's a better step than just jumping on and finishing uh, at best mid pack. Warm up pilot is like, it's almost like um, not cheating, but it's it's like a gift, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a bridge. It's a really nice bridge. It's a dabble. It's a toe in the water to. It's a, um, it's a gradual. With no pressure. To, well, yeah. I mean, there's pre- a little bit of pressure, but um, well, it's, I guess, it's yeah, there, you're yeah. meeting goals. Like, I, you know, most people work well where, you know, you, you give them something, you know, a, a task and let them accomplish it and, and get that positive uh, feeling and then go on to and, and grow from there. Whereas like where you want them to grow to, you're not giving them right away. You're giving them the steps that lead to it. And I think that with unlimited, that's a lot of frustration comes with trying to jump to the top because it's very unless you, you know, you're in the military and you have, you know, three five eighties in the, in a garage and, you know, five staff members strapping you into an airplane, it's really difficult to do that. Mm. So if there's, and that's the other thing too, that we really, you know, need to talk about more next podcast is, or whatever is it was so eye opening after talking with, with the guys about this, of how the category in France excellence, how, important that category is uh to have and it sucks to say out loud because it's like well we could barely fill advanced at contests or you know i totally get the numbers are 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 not there to do it but it doesn't take away from that that works yeah you know it 100 works yeah. so um i think that maybe there there could be a communication line or a way where you know rob and and you know Jim Burke, you know, and Goody, and Jeff can figure out a way to farm up these these players, these advanced you know assassins, to not to have to go to unlimited like I'm doing right now and get basically a bible of figures to to figure out and yeah. and give them you know inter, an intermittent category or or an open invite you know if they score above some you know some percentage in advance or they fly quality flight in front of the forward on like an ace of al you know and and demonstrate that they're ready to start you know learning the flick combinations and and some of the more advanced stuff and give them that open invite to you know attend the camp uh, you know team camp stuff like that just to get them you know going instead yeah. of just it's like oh you want to go to limited okay cool have fun it's like well see ya where's cha- <laughs> where's where's chapter one right <laughs> you know yeah so like, um, cause that's where I got super front. I mean, you heard me. I was ready to freaking, if somebody came to me with a good offer on my airplane, I would have sold it. 
Yeah. I you understand. Know, it's just, I, I, I understand that. Um, that maybe not, but like, like the, the, it was frustrating. No, I, the, the idea of like, it's kind of like what I would imagine you climbing Everest to get to unlimited and then realizing there's two more Everest to go. And you're just like, yeah. Oh fuck. I mean, this I mean, is I impossible. sent you, I sent you, I had to make a, that spreadsheet that I sent you with all the flick combinations is four pages filled with flick combinations. No, it's, and that's it's, just it's flick insane. combinations. We're not yeah. talking about down loops or that's, that's 1% of the putting, putting two flicks on the same line, opposite rotation or whatever, or whatever. Um, no, you know, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about, it's just, there's a lot and there's yeah. no, and there's no guide. Unless no. you, you know, you gotta get no, a trainer. It's, it's, there's no formula. There's you just you you have to have a coach, <laughs> trainer, right? Yeah. Um, that is willing to take you through the steps and that knows. I mean, and that's the thing is like, you know, somebody like Rob. I, I mean, I, I, every unlimited pilot that's seasoned knows now. But it's like there's no there's no harnessed formula to get there the right way. You know, it's yeah. Unbelievable, man. Um, and I, my dude, I got it. I got I, my hats off to you. I, I, you know, it's it's an impressive undertaking. Um, congrats Thank on making you. the team. It's it's fucking awesome. I can't believe it that you're a, an unlimited team member. I know. Uh, I really don't even like. I mean, you can take it for what it is. I mean, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I think everybody knows what the deal is with it. And um, you know, hey, you know. We we can talk about the um I unfortunately have to wrap up but um you know we can talk about that because uh, I do I am curious about that and that I actually wanted to pose that th- that question um when we were talking off air but you know kind of seeing you know it's not a fully fielded team uh I'm I'm curious about the dynamics of all that um yeah. but you know you know nobody's nobody's scoring forty eight percent on the team you know what I mean so. No. Uh, the nice thing is, is that there's a good canvas from a team yeah. aspect to and two of my do flights camps and work hard. Yeah, and let alone the third too. flight was a tailwind, and I had to be wind dummy, so nobody knew. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> dude, no, it, you know what? I, I I'm in, I'm impressed. I'm I impressed. Digress. Um, I, I want uh, we got to wrap up, but I think the, the what I'd like to do at the start of the next episode um, is review the shade of everybody's khaki choice for the team photo yeah we're going to talk um, like to new talk- balance right now for the 509s Maybe yeah that gets two a free pair every month fresh fresh pair of white new balances need to be um part of the uniform but i want to talk about everybody's khaki choice uh you know rob holland's got a little gray in there so it's kind of almost the darkest should- you know it's not the brownest goody goody you know it's got the i think the brownest uh khakis there but i want to i want to review khakis uh, on the next podcast and yeah. um, so much more to talk about uh, with nationals, but um, I want to do like the State Farm thing. Remember the State Farm commercial where it's like, oh, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah. And then like it just, but we should do like, like a good unlimited pilot. Rob Holland is, and then it claps and he's by plane as goes to like, you know, bourbon, like a good Jet Waco pilot. Better Jeff is here. <laughs> Better Jeff is here. I like that. You guys got to make um, that happen at the uh, first camp. Wow, everybody's got a different shade of khaki. I'm just noticing that. That's what I'm saying. I want to review all. The, I want. 
we are going to review every khaki color on the next episode. So I do like uh, my suit, my shoe choice. I mean, I, I do too. Like I'm clean. I'm very clean looking. You are very clean honest. looking. You're, cl- I, you're a clean looking I, I dude. I might be. A, I like Wagner shoes too. Department. Oh, the red. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's like a Gen Z. Oh, by the way, I, he's, he's oh my flops, God. Dude. <laughs> we I need to review shoe choices too. I know. Uh, and I got to run, but really quick. So I, uh, I was teaching everybody Gen Z terms. Yeah. Throughout the whole camp, which we can review on a later podcast, but it was oh, I like that freaking hysterical. hysterical. I like that. We, <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear uh, what what you taught Gossmeyer. <laughs> oh yeah, Bourbon was like yeah. going hysterical. <laughs> oh dude, that's funny. We got to talk about that next podcast. So I want to talk. We're gonna we're gonna review shoe choices and khaki colors for the team photo. Um, I'm really yeah. excited about that. Um, you know, there's just so much more to talk about. Uh, another fact, uh, fun fact, and it's just how the, the cards stack for the most part, but uh, three out of the five, um, uh, three out of the top five in Unlimited are in an MX. Yes. That's another interesting, you know, component. So um, we'll talk about that next week. Um, we'll wrap this one up. I'm going to go back to uh, drinking Mai Tais on the beach. Uh, thank know. you to Lift Aviation for supporting the podcast. Love you guys. Uh, go support them, liftaviationusa.com. Use the promo code FLYCOOLSHIT at checkout for 25% off most items. Fly Good Merch. Go support Robert Holland, Bobby Holly, and Fly Good Merch. Flygoodmerch.com. Use the yeah. promo code ACRO, A-K-R-O, at checkout for 10% the off. The shirts are very comfortable, by the way. I, dude, I love the shirts. That bamboo, uh, I got the gray one. Fly Good Don't Suck. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and go buy some shirts from us that aren't as comfortable. Uh, I got to change shirt vendors because um, I don't I actually do not think they're as comfortable as uh, Rob's shirts. But uh, flycoolshit.com slash merch. Go support the podcast. Love it. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 